From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Hi there, Chris Coleman with you for another edition of Movies First, and he's back. I wish I could say it with such excitement about Alex First. I'm referring to Thor, uh, who is now appearing in Thor Ragnarok, but Alex First is also back to tell us about the movie. Hello there. Yeah, hello there, Christopher. Now, okay, superhero films, are you over them? Not yet, but gee, if you're not at the moment, you might be in a couple of years' time, because there were about to be really inundated aren't we oh boy oh boy well these make so much money that the studios can't help themselves can they and i mean what we've got is most of them are driven by humor these days i'm delighted about that because action and effects there's only so much you can do if the humor is clever it elevates the movie does it not oh absolutely absolutely it does having said that i can't help thinking this latest thor outing which does introduce us to a number of Marvel Universe characters, is yet another elongated derivative outing. This is the problem, and you've said this in the past, that uh, the more we delve into the Marvel and the DC universes, as they are now referred to, God help us, um, the longer these movies get and the more they try and jam into them, and it's not always a positive outcome. No. Well, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, does all he can... His Thor channels Russell Crowe's Gladiator. And it's very much an Australian-type picture in as much as it was shot here. And Kate Blanchett is evil incarnate. So two of our biggest names, Mark Ruffalo from Spotlight. He doesn't know whether he's coming or going as Bruce Banner slash Hulk. And in the story, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer. You can't have Thor without a hammer, can you? Well, that would be somewhat problematic for the big guy. Yeah, exactly. And he finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop the destruction of his home world and the end of Asgardial civilization. So Asgard, as we know it, may be no longer. And the threat comes in the form of his hitherto unknown sister. It's kind of like introducing a new character into a sitcom. Anyway, her name's Hella, known as the Goddess of Death, played by Kate Blanchett. Oh, well, that explains the accent then. Hmm, exactly. <laughs> but first, thank you very much, he has to survive a gladiatorial contest that pits him against his former ally and former Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and when Thor first encounters his dad, by the way, whose name's Odin, that's played by Anthony Hopkins... This, by the way, being the third instalment for The God of Thunder, it started in 2011. Second film was released a couple of years after that. What Thor sees is not what he gets when he meets his dad for the first time in Thor Ragnarok. Let me call this for what it is. Okay. I was pretty quickly bored. Mm -hmm. 
notwithstanding that Hemsworth is a steady pair of hands around whom to build a franchise. Yeah, really he is. But there are only so many fighting sequences I can take that kind of all morph into one, Chris. And the best thing about Thor Ragnarok was the cheeky nature of the screenplay. Regular asides breathing life into what has become standard superhero plotting over the years. And without doubt, the best lines in the piece go to a Kiwi, Taika Watiti. I'm not sure that name means anything to you or not. Uh, not off the top of my head. Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 mm, yep, yep, yep. Which is a fabulous little film. And he has a wow of a time as the craggy Korg. But he also happens to direct Thor Ragnarok. So little piece that really steals the show and sitting in the director's chair. And I got the impression none of the characters took themselves too seriously. Thank goodness for that. I did appreciate the brief appearance of Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. You know, he had his own movie, of course. Jeff Goldblum, he of Jurassic Park. He's got the look and feel of playing dress-up in a panto. <laughs> I mean, he plays an eccentric dictator. So you know, what, do you, what do you want to do with that? The other thing I should mention about him, you know how, well, girls frock up, they go to the races and they, they put on the fake tan, yeah? Yeah. I mean, either Jeff Goldblum spends a lot of time in the sun or he's very, very browned, shall we say. <laughs> say Maybe it's just makeup. To... Maybe it's just makeup. Yeah, no, you know, I don't know. Uh, the palette, actually, in this whole picture, nothing if not colourful. The big screen, it's a welcome showcase for set and costume designers. Now, that's a bit of a problem, though, when I'm talking about set and costumes, really. But anyway... For the veritable kitchen sink that the filmmakers tried to throw at it, very little, if anything, felt fresh in what turned out to be a very long two hours and ten minutes. Oh, jeez. All right. There's There's only so much, you know, CGI and special effects that can sustain a film for that long. Yeah. Exactly. Mind you, look, comic comic book fans probably won't notice, they won't care, as they revel in the showmanship and they dissect every little plot point. So uh, it also features Tom Hiddleston as Thor's brother, Lockie, and Mm -hmm. Idris Elba. You know, we talked about him on The Mountain Between Us. And he is a psychic. So maybe he could have predicted that the plane would crash land in The Mountain Between Us and avoid it. No, that's me being... Very, very facetious. So, look, it's called Thor Ragnarok. If you like Thor, yeah, maybe. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I I don't think there's anything else I need to ask about. I mean, you know, we've covered off Chris Hemsworth and Kate Blanchett. Uh, You've mentioned Idris Elba. Uh, There are plenty of appearances from other uh, uh, superhero types. Oh, Oh, do you need to stay to the end of the credits? Yeah. Okay. Right. I know that's yeah. a, that's an essential question. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good question. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, and I mean, 
it kind of annoys me that some movies you do and some movies you don't, because these days the credits, they're, they're a feature of the, unto themselves, aren't they? They're kind of, oh, they keep on going. Now, you know, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to the, you know, 15,000 people who participated in making this movie, but most of the time, you know, you, you just want to get out of there sort of at the end. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's hit or miss. So I tend to stay to the end of everything, and, you know, there's about 24 hours of my life I can't get back over a month. Yeah, indeed. I, I watched something the other day, and the credits were nine minutes. Yeah, that, well, that's the point that I'm making. I mean, again, I I understand that it's not just the actors, and I, you know, I more than anybody else appreciate that, but it, it can be a bit of an ordeal, can't it? I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of like, okay, do you find creative ways of ending it, which means that you can actually have pictures over the over the sort of titles, so you know, that's one way of doing it, or do you make them hang on, and usually it's only a very, very short burst. It could even be five seconds, it could be 30 seconds, that points to the next adventure. You know, that, that's the sort of stuff that, that we're talking about. But anyway, up to you entirely. Uh, if you don't stay to the end... I think your life will still be complete, but you probably should. <laughs> yeah, or what you do is you see the movie in the cinema now, and in four months' time when it's out on DVD or Blu-ray, then you flick through to the end of the credits if you're a big fan. Mm, and Look, who knows, there may be a director's cut that's twice the distance. You never know. <laughs> Actually, what was it? One of the Lord of the Rings mm. movies that... Um, ah, it was one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I can't remember which one. The extended edition on DVD, the credits literally went for, for 25 minutes or something because, and this is a great piece of movie trivia for you, the extended edition had the name of everyone who joined the official fan club up to a certain <laughs> date listed in the credits. So there you go. There's some useless trivia for you to wrap us up. Well, you know, it's kind of like the, the Blade Runner. You know, we talked about that. There's the original and there's the director's cut and the director's cut kept on going. And, and, and then, by the way, I mean, I know we're talking movies, but there have been stage shows that go on for 24 hours. Yeah, there's right? one of those I mean, in Sydney at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I, and you just sort of think, all right. And, and then the really artsy types say, oh, yeah, well, extremely worthy. Um, length does not make something worthy. No. The quality of the product makes something worthy. Yes. So, you know, I don't mind if I'm sitting through an 87-minute movie or a two-hour, 30-minute movie if it's got quality attached to it. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. This has got a 6 out of 10 attached to it. Oh, okay. By the way, can I mention one other thing? You, you mentioned Blade Runner, and I meant to mention this the other day when we were talking uh, about Blade Runner 2049. Uh, I think we have reached the point where product placement has actually jumped the shark. No. Has it? I think because now I don't know whether you notice because I know you I know you're not a scotch drinker so you may not have noticed this but in Blade Runner 2049 there is a special Johnny Walker scotch in in a in a funny futuristic looking bottle, right? I don't oh, know whether right. that sunk in for you. They're actually or they were, I think it's sold out. They were actually selling Johnny Walker black label the Director's Cut Limited Edition oh, no. Whiskey. In the bottle, as per the film, there was only going to be, if I've got this right, I'm a Scotch drinker, I'm a Scotch aficionado, so um, 
that they were only going to sell it from one batch of it, and I mm-hmm. believe it has completely sold out, which I'm really disappointed about because it's actually a really funky and cool-looking bottle. But, um, yeah, I think at this point we have reached product placement has jumped the shark. Right, okay. Well, I, I just wanted to tell you that even if we sit in a movie theatre for an extended period of time and we watch it, let's say, a three-hour movie, mm. there's, there's a few of those around, they're according, you know, I've just Googled this and I've, I've Googled what is the longest movie ever made. Well, let me say to you that the trailer for the longest movie ever made, the trailer was 72 minutes. <laughs> trailer yeah okay so that's the trailer now okay (laughs) now the movie itself and and i mean i can honestly say i haven't seen it Mm. i'm I'm guessing i haven't either then right the movie 720 hours 720 hours (laughs) that's about five weeks that's 30 days, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a bad so guess without a it, calculator. It com- by a Swedish artist called Anders Weberg. This is a, 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 now, I'm not sure that it actually got made. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Seriously, called Ambience. Okay. <laughs> I just, I know, apropos of absolutely nothing, but there you go. It's just, yeah. And it, it, uh, hang on, people ask, what is Ambience movie about? Space and time is intertwined into a surreal, dreamlike journey beyond places. It's an abstract, non-linear narrative summary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that make you want to go along and see it? Uh, n- no. No. Now, and, 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 okay. I, 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 can, can I say somewhat disappointingly, Wikipedia lists something even longer? Oh, no. Well, this ambience apparently hasn't yet come out. It is written and directed by Anders Weberg or Weberg, mm. and it's it's a documentary, which, uh, according to IMDb, will be out in the year 2020. So you can build up to it. You can prepare for it. It still at, at how long did you say? 720 hours. Yeah, it it still won't be no? long enough, according to Wikipedia. Yes, and we all know if it's in Wikipedia, it must be true. Logistics. Released in 2012. Now, Logistics is uh, a 2012 experimental art film conceived and created by Erika Magnusson and Daniel Anderson. What is it about Swedish filmmakers? <laughs> it runs, wait for this, yes. 51,420 minutes, which is 857 hours or 35 days and 17 hours. Right. Okay. And its release date, I've just Googled it, December the 1st, 2012. Mm. So, okay. And it was screened. Ah, now, all right. It was screened at the Uppsala City Library, wherever yeah. the heck that is. I'm guessing that's uh, in, in Stockholm. U- I was going to say it's in Uppsala would be my guess. But yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in Stockholm. It had its world premiere at the 2014 Fringe Film Festival, Shenzhen in China. I think we need to get a copy of this. Sure, it might take 147 Blu-ray discs, but I think we need to get a copy of this film. Now, but hang on. My question is, I don't believe the Fringe Festival ran for as long as the movie. So how could this be? You just buy a season ticket and you're fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> and hang on. There's also now, we're, while we're talking about it, the list of the longest movies mm. made. So I'm just looking down that list. Oh, that, that kills it because, of course, the 2020 hasn't come out yet. That'll be number two. Modern Times Forever, released in 2011, never heard of it, ran for 240 hours. Beijing 2003, 150 hours. You Untitled, oh, well, that, that, that'll be worth seeing. 2011, 120 hours. They're the only movies that have gone for more than 100 hours. And then it keeps, oh, look. It know, keeps on going and going. No, it just keeps None on of going. which we've ever heard of, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, this would be a good film. Twenty-four hour psycho. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon that that says a lot about the filmmakers. Um, I, on that note, I don't want to impugn anybody. I don't want any lawsuits. I think it's time for us to go. No, indeed. And a reminder: what was it, Thor Ragnarok? What did you give it? Six out of ten. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. From Audioboom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell. And together, we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify, or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows.